while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus Farrow, and I'm joined by New Bedford City Councilor at Large, Naomi Carney. Naomi, thank you for joining me this evening. Uh, thank you for having me, Marcus. So, um, uh, so you, uh, just before we get started into the whole uh, the the appointments and briefing stuff, uh, you were at the forum for the uh, Ward Three City Councilors. I know some other councilors may have been there as well. Yes, what there was, was your, a few of us. What was your general impression of the candidates that were there? I think there's a good candidates pool there. Yeah. Um, they're from every aspect of life, from former city councilors, for people in government, um, normal citizens, business owners. So it's a, it was a, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a tough selection for those people in Ward, Ward 3. There's seven of them, they all seem pretty co competent in what they, and they're, they're all bringing something different to the table. Some of them bring the same to the table. Of course, everybody focuses on constituent services, which we all do. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think it's, uh, it's going to be a tough battle in uh, War 3. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So... Um the other thing I wanted to, before we get to the appointments and briefing stuff, is people have been calling and asking about the the vote to raise the 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 pay of the Unit C employees. But there were three particular people: uh, Manny Maciel's position, Cynthia Walquist's position, Nick Nanopoulos's position. Each got a forty to fifty thousand dollar pay raise. Um, again, a lot of people are upset about it. We've been hearing it here at WBSM for a while. I know that there's some candidates in that race that have uh, issued press releases condemning it. Mayor right. Mitchell doesn't like it either. Right. Linda Moore had proposed it. You were one of the 10 votes in favor of it. What's your position on uh, why did you take that vote? And would you consider amending that or, or correcting that vote afterwards? Um, yeah, I, I don't mind taking a second look at it. Usually um, when we take a vote and it hasn't gone to its final stages yet, um, when constituents call and voice their opinions, it's it's you have to listen to them. Okay. And you have to weigh that out. Um, it is tax dollars. Um I believe those three positions were very underpaid anyway, so sure. they they do need a, definitely a bump up. Uh, Nick Nunovis has been there for forever. He's done a great job. He runs a department by himself, basically, and the man's been working at the same pay, and it hasn't been fair for a long time. Okay. Cynthia Walk is the same thing. She's been in that department forever, and she does a fabulous job. Um, she hasn't been compensated the way she should be, and neither has, has uh, uh, the licensing, uh, many, you know, many Macio's positions. So I don't mind taking a, another look at it. Um, we'll see what the uh, the rest of the counselors feel, but it's worth a look-see. 
Okay, so uh, back. So so going back to the here we go. Uh, yeah yeah here we <laughs> the real go. stuff right here we so. go. Let's beat this dead horse again. So. We've been talking about it for weeks and weeks. So okay. <laughs> so 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 you had a, an appointments and briefings meeting. Yes, I did. There were ten items on the agenda. Nine were appointments to boards and commissions. One was a like build, demolition building demolition. Correct. Uh, there were seven counselors there. Burgo uh, had motion to adjourn because he didn't feel as though there were enough counselors to consider it. The motion failed. Burgo and Pereira walk out, and uh, that kills your quorum, so you have to adjourn the meeting. Correct. A- afterwards, Burgo, Burgo came on here, Mayor Mitchell came on here, and they both uh, accused you of hold- stalling appointments in the committee. And in particular, Burgo uh, uh, mentioned two appointments. One is the um, licensing board. The other is the Vogue Tech School Committee uh, appointments uh, said that you'd scheduled the meeting at an inconvenient time for the purpose of uh, blocking those appointments because you knew fewer counselors would be there. Wrong. <laughs> well, uh, Wrong. what's your perspective on that? Okay, so, so first of all, um, I wish the two counselors had asked me to for a recess. I mean, okay. I think, I mean, when that happened, we were all shocked. I mean, everybody's mouth dropped and was like, well, yeah. what are you doing? Right. And I'm looking, and then we're looking at them, and they're looking back at us, and as they walk out the door, well, that's it. They know the rules. They broke the quorum, so the meeting ended. Um, that wasn't any kind of positions. I, when I get appointed to my committees, I schedule my meetings the very next day. My meetings for appointments and briefings are always the third Tuesday of the month. I might have to add an extra one in there, which I've had because the agendas get pretty heavy. That's a very, very busy committee. Um, and I moved it up a week because of the Christmas. Now, we've worked at City Council. I've been on the City Council now. This is going to be my 10th year. Um, and we do work. I mean, my birthday's on the 16th, and I've been sitting in that chair many times on my birthday, in sure. my birthday week. So it's not like we don't schedule meetings that week. We always do. And usually a city council meeting is within that that week. Um, so you're time, saying that that, that week, the that, fir- that's one of the first two weeks in December. You guys correct. work in that week, and then the oh, last yeah. two weeks you don't Absolutely. schedule anything. Absolutely. Okay. Well, if you if you have to schedule something, you, you need to do it. Okay. You know, if there's something that's urgent that has come up that has to go before the floor and you want to get that vote in. Yes. And it, no, it's it was when I took over the committee, there were over 50 something items in the can. So as I went through the can, I was trying to get through those old items and putting one or two things on with the with the new stuff. So, I mean, every time we have a meeting and we have the appointments and briefings, there's four to five items that come out of those meetings. So when you don't want to keep them all there, I mean, there's one meeting that we were there a very long time and my fellow counselors weren't too happy, but I was trying to get things through the agenda. So you're not sitting on appointments that no. you don't want to pass? No. The Right from the get-go um, with some of the appointments. Now... Um, you're talking about the license board and uh, the Vogue School Committee. Yeah, let's. So, so the Vogue School Committee, I think one is in particularly important because there's new admission standards that the schools aren't. Uh, the school may not be following, and there may be a lawsuit uh, that that may come as a result of that. So, and Mayor Mitchell really led the charge on on changing those admission standards Correct. statewide. So. Correct. And I know you have some connections to Vogue, and I'm not saying that you did it on purpose, but they're accusing you of doing that. So why hasn't why has that one sat in committee for as long as it did? 
Well, it's not. There's there's other ones that have sat a lot longer in committee than the VOC appointment, as oh. you know. Um, that that you're right because that was sitting in committee because it was it's a very um, tough vote because there is. Um, looking to change the admissions policy. Yeah. Okay. My two children went to Vogue. Yes. I love Vogue. Right. Okay. Sean went to Vogue. He's very successful. My daughter went he to is. Vogue. Yeah. Um, I love the school. I do go to the advisory um, board meetings. I sat on both advisory boards when my kids were there. I was there for four years with my son. I was, a, there was the chair of the, his advisory board. And then I sat, didn't sit there for the whole time of my daughter because I had a conflict with my tribal council meetings, which was on the same time the advisory board meeting. And then sure. I said, my daughter looked at me, gave me those eyes and said, okay, I'm going to cancel the, the meeting anytime. <laughs> so I won't go. So I sure. ended up by sitting on her advisory board. So I know the ins and outs of folks. I, you know, they were involved in sports and drama and they were at school from 7 a.m. And I used to pick them up at 9, 30, 10 o'clock every day. Right. So I know the culture of Vogue. It's a very good culture there. I don't want to see it change. Um, I know change is coming into a certain extent. It, it's it has but, to. The state but, the state is mandating it. Well, they they have given them stuff. They're working on certain things that there because I do like to speak to the members of the school committee. Like I said, I do go to the advisory board sure. meeting and I and I sit with them um, because of the change. As you recall, um, this happened not too long ago with of the mayor appointed Jack Levimento. Yeah. And he didn't get through. I remember. Um, and then Jack Levimento for people who know was on the school committee, the New right. Bedford school committee in general, right. elected official. And then uh, Ms. Betancourt, which she's great, yeah. you know, um, and she was on there and, and we liked her. Um, I had, you know, I spoke to her and I know that she has a different look with the, with the admissions and, um, but she's very fair and she listens to people. So okay. I like that. Um, the, there's 11 people on that city council and because of the controversy within the, with, with the vocational education, and I'm not talking about the candidate, I'm talking about vocational education altogether throughout the state yeah. and the changes they want to make. Um, VOC had a big stigmatism when I was growing up. And it has yeah. evolved into a phenomenal school. Folk tech reject, yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah, sure. But it's evolved in a phenomenal school. Oh, it absolutely a is. A phenomenal For sure. school. Yeah. I don't want to see that phenomenal school really change. Um, mm -hmm. But, but, but there's 11, like I said, Is that factoring 11, into your decision to well, not no, give them a hearing? No. The, to not give Carol Pimentel a hearing? No. She, no, I had the, when she came on there, you know, it was it was funny when she was appointed there. Um, shortly after that, um, Councilor Burgo said the mayor asked him to talk to me about <laughs> putting her on the agenda. Sure. And I told him that, number one, there are 11 people that want to ask questions and whatever. And because of that type of vote, I felt that I gave my fellow counselors an opportunity to ask their questions and do their research. Um, the meetings didn't stop. If... Put it this way, if a meeting was not going to take place because of a quorum or something like that, it would have gone a lot faster. Sure. But it wasn't. It wasn't the case. Same thing with the HDC. It wasn't the case. They've been sitting there. I had 
uh, issues from other councils that asked me to, they wanted to do their investigations on By the way, we see things. your calls in line. We'll get to them in a second. Yeah. So um, what, they, what, what I do is I like to give the, my uh, 11, 10 other council members the opportunity to do the research and ask the questions. And, you know, when you put somebody on before the summertime, it's very difficult to get them, you know, because people are on vacations, let them have an opportunity to do that. And then, like I said, my, my agenda was completely packed and I was going to put it on November. And then, then I had the issues with the seniors. Mm -hmm. If you recall this, we had two meetings and we promised the seniors that we were going to address their issues. And it was quite of a long meeting. Okay. Um, so the was that the uh, the Melville Towers? Correct. Okay, yeah, correct. Sure. We had them hit there first, and we told them we'd get them back in the ninety days, mm -hmm. and that was kind of very important to me because the seniors very important and their issues were were crucial. Yeah, and so I wanted to make sure they were there, and I didn't want to put a lot on that agenda for them because I wanted to focus on them. So sure. it just it's just the way it fell, and it was an opportunity to give my other counselors the opportunity to call the school committee members, call Miss Pimentel and talk to her and, and get their feelings. I mean, the, the, the vote's not going to take place till that night. Um, I want an opportunity to hear what she has to say and what, what she's going to bring to the table. Um, I spoke with the mayor um, about putting, putting this on the agenda, and I said, and I gave him the date that I was putting it on the agenda. And, like, I, we had the, the opportunity to speak. Miss um, Pimentel is from the old folk. And I said, you know, you got so many kids I shouldn't get young adults who are successful, who live in New Bedford, who went to Vogue. Why don't we start looking at some of those young people to start integrating them into the, the school? I would rather see you put, look at people. You've got so many out there that have successful businesses in the, in the um, um, trades. Sure. So why don't we look at them and start looking at them? Because they're the ones who are inside Vogue doing the work and know the culture and let's work at that let's let's go to the phones okay good evening good evening how's it going what's up so you know i'm listening here and uh, i'm glad she's on and um you know some of these appointments uh, some go back six months some go back a year like the port authority authority i'm sorry uh goes back i believe over a year uh, Resendis for licensing is at least six months. I think it's a little um, less than that. Excuse me? I think Resendis came in a little later than that. Came in after, um, came in after Ms. Pimentel's insurance came in, I think it was July, June. Yeah, I remember yeah. talking to Mitchell about that. It could have been either yeah. way. June's about six months, but either way, it's yeah. it's been a, it's right, been a little right. bit. Yeah. Sure, so, so sure. you know, we've been uh, discussing this, and yeah. people are, are wondering why uh, these things are taking so long. And I'm glad you didn't answer these things. Uh, my concern is, uh, you know, when when it's someone uh, like Josh Amaral, he was able to go right in. Uh, a special meeting was called, and you guys got that accomplished. Uh, uh, Lickety split. Okay, I can answer really that for you. And, and, and fine and dandy. And, you know, the mayor, and I don't always agree with the mayor. I think everybody that's listening to me knows that. Um, but, you know, the guy still needs to, to, to run a city here, and he's trying to get some of these appointments through so he can get some stuff Absolutely. Done. And basically we have some of these things in limbo, and I'm sure it makes it very difficult for a city to run properly uh, when we're having these type of issues. 
And I haven't heard a, a decent reasoning besides, oh, you know, I can't fit it in. But meanwhile, we can have a special uh, meeting uh, for a gentleman that's well-liked. Uh, I don't know why. I'm, I'm just assuming. So, 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 Carlo, so Carlos, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her answer that. Uh, okay. I, appreciate, uh, I appreciate you uh, giving us a call. Thank you. So um, yeah, just, for people, you, ju- and just for people who don't know, Josh Amaral sat on the school committee for, for two terms. Um, he was appointed to the director of housing community development, right? Or yes. community development. Yes, yes. So he took over Pat Sullivan's He's job. A great, great, great guy. I, I like Josh a lot. I know you guys do too. Um, but that is a good point that Carlos brings up. You were able to get a special appointment for Mr. Amaral and get that passed uh, fairly easily. But... These other um, these other appointments are taking some time now. I know you said right. Well, it's different with with uh, Mr. Amaral. Now, when when Josh came, um, Josh was not appointed to a board of commission. Josh was appointed to a job. Okay, okay. so his was. Uh, a, do, it was do you a, often was have to confirm the department heads? Yes, yes. Okay, we do. Um, so when. Josh was leaving one job to the next, um, and his last day was going to be the beginning of January. Okay. So um, I was asked, you know, can we get this in? And it was, it was um, a one-item agenda, and it was before a city council meeting. So yeah. you know, before a city council meeting, you can't have a large agenda because your know, city council meeting starts at seven o'clock. Sure. But it was because it was a job position. It wasn't a board of commission. It wasn't a volunteer job. It was a, a, a specific job in the city. Um, he okay. and and that's why he came there because we had to fill that position as a position in the city. Yeah, jo- Josh was leaving. Uh, he was assistant executive director at Pace, Pace and correct. then going to the. Correct. That that office, which seems like a pretty good transition anyway. You yes. probably don't have a ton of questions about his qualifications or his Correct. ability to do the job. That, that That's fair. I understand. So going back to the, the, the other appointments. Um, so with the school committee, are you going to vote for Carol Pimentel? I'm going to listen to her first. You, I guess you'll have to wait well, to the meeting, Marcus. <laughs> well, we're going to have a reporter there, actually, our, oh, our new good. reporter, Adam Bass. So yeah. uh, he'll be able to cover that, and you can uh, hopefully um, speak with him afterwards. Well, but, I, I think before anybody, I think it's we deserve everybody to get a chance to speak to us. Absolutely. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Let me shut this off. Hello? Hold on a minute. Hey. Okay. How you guys doing? Gilly Safiola. Hi, Gilly. How you doing? You knew I was going to call in when you got her on there. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what you got for us, Gilly? Well, what I got for you is, I know it's, I know it's a, it was, it was August 18th that he put her on there. Samir. Okay. Eight, August 18th that he put who on what? About Steve Boragai getting a liquor licensing board. So the list, so so Ricard Resendi's the liquor licensing board appointment that would replace uh, Steve Boragai, who's been there for probably about twenty years or so, right? Two thousand fourteen. Okay, now can I say last time he was up? Okay, but he's been he's been there for a while. Well, because the last time the last time uh, he was confirmed was two thousand and eight. It's a six year term. So okay. 2014, Scott, Scott uh, Lang is the one that confirmed him in 2008. It's a six-year term. Okay. Since, since two, uh, 2014, he hasn't been confirmed by nobody, so he's running until he gets replaced. Mm-hmm. Okay? My problem is 
with Naomi is I talked to her. She told me she was going to put it three, four times. And then she told me that she's going to put it in September. Then it was October. Then it was November. And then she put it on December, and it never materialized. Now she's telling me that she's going to put it on her next thing. I know there's a meeting tomorrow night. But you don't tell and, and, and uh, you don't tell people they're going to do, especially a politician. Okay? And then I have another problem with her. When there was appointments and briefings over there, all right, they had Brian Gomes put one on in June 28th. Okay? Everybody got to talk but me. But yet, for, for the trip to house okay. about Steve Borgan. So I go up there to talk. She says, no, Brian Gomes doesn't want you to talk. Who's running that meeting? And then Brian Gomes, there's supposed to be people from Trip Towers to talk about what's wrong with it. Afterwards, everybody talked. Right, Gilly, I'm going to take you. Gonna, I'm going to take. So, so Naomi's going to. Uh, I'm going to take you off here for Naomi to answer the uh, the call. No, I appreciate. Let me, let me let me just say one thing before you, I'll do that. After just let me finish my thing that I was just saying. Sure, Mark, please. Yeah, why not? Okay, now she after she didn't let me talk and everything. She asked Brian Gomes, "You got anything else?" And the meeting was just for Trip Tower people in the other tower. He put a guy on there that wasn't on the agenda to talk to his own home. All right, we point 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 well taken, Gilly. Um, why didn't you let uh, Mr. Safiolis talk in the in that in that Trip Towers meeting? I guess. Okay, first of all, and I went over this with Mr. Safiolis many times. Mm -hmm. When a a counselor puts a motion on the floor, it's his motion or her motion. The motion was on the floor. They run that motion. It's course. theirs. Yeah. So it was up to Council Gomes. Um, Mr. Safiolis asked if he could speak. Well, at the time, I guess he wasn't at Trip Towers anymore. And he was, at the time, I understand he was a Fall River resident um, and had moved out of there into the, to another city. Mm -hmm. I did go up to Council Gomes since it was his motion, and I do take that very seriously. I don't expect somebody, if I'm going to put a motion on the floor, to ever be infiltrated on my motion. I expect sure. the respect to ask, and I asked Council Gomes, I said, Mr. Safiolis would like to speak, and he says, nope. I said, nope, and I said, well, I'm just asking. I went back to Mr. Safiolis. I said, I, I asked the maker of the motion if you could be part of his motion and speak, and he said no, and that was the end of it. I'm not going to go against another counselor. Sorry. Sure. It, that's not what I do. Can I uh, can I hold you uh, past this break, Naomi? You certainly can. Excellent. Fourteen twenty WBSM. So what we'll do is um, we'll just take everybody's slot. Uh, we'll have Chris and me. We'll be here from six a.m. to ten p uh, to ten p.m. all day. I like it. I think it'd be fun. I like so, it. I so, like it. So, Where uh, is Chris? I was uh, hoping to see him. I, yeah, um, so sometimes Chris uh, is here. Sometimes he um, he can't make it in. Uh, he'll yeah. be in later in the week, but uh, next time... Uh, next time he'll he'll probably be here. So uh, Naomi, I, so I got next time somebody walks out on the meeting, you call me back. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> so you'll probably need more counselors to walk out tomorrow, right? We're expecting a full. Uh, well, yeah, 10. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, um, I, you know, the girls make a quorum check um, in the office most of the time. Well, 
all the time. Yeah. And so they'll let us know if we don't have a quorum. Okay. So that, you know, I assume we have our quorum, whatever. And we did have the seven, we had the eight people there, but I didn't realize um, Scott Lima was leaving. So when Scott left, it brought us down to seven. So, so that was the issue. Because we did have eight councils. We knew that two that um, Councilor Abra wasn't feeling well and Council Gomes, they both sent in a letter. So, so for you, Jerry's still out on Carol Pimentel for the Vogue School Committee. Well, yeah, they're, yeah they're, I mean, you've you got to give everybody an opportunity to speak. I don't like to say, oh, no, whatever. But people need an opportunity to speak, period. What you about, need to listen to What that. about Mr. Resendi's on the licensing he's, board? He needs an opportunity to speak also. You know, so are you leaning one way or the other? Um, this I, I I don't have a problem with with him. Um, I think that's not I the think, question I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the only appointment in front of us. Um, so uh, what about so so basically, I mean the 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 gist of what you're saying is the reason these appointments have stalled uh, is because they haven't stalled. I just haven't put. Them on they, I don't. I never use the word stall. I never right, use the words use hold up. I never use any of these words. Right, so, you wouldn't use that I mean, to describe what you're doing. But right, you, your people, your critics would like Mayor Mitchell said that you've been stalling these appointments. Oh well, Mayor Mitchell hasn't. I mean, Mayor Mitchell had an opportunity to put some on the license board. Steve Borgard's position was up in 2014. Where's the replacement? Where's the replacement? All these boards and commissions. Dis- the school, Vogue school, speaking of the Vogue School Committee, um, both our both our, um, uh, uh, council, uh, councilor Rita Ribeiro and um, Mr. Toomey, their positions were up two years ago. One was up here. I mean, so if you go and look at, go on on the website and look at all the boards and commissions and print them out, and then you'll see where all the appointments have ended so 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 it's not it's just you've got appointments sitting there that have expired for years so i mean it's not a case of i'm stalling or holding them up you put them in front of me and they get on the agenda when they get on the agenda and as you know you're in politics you are the chair you put the agenda out right but so they've been sitting there they have been they have been slow to the floor slow to the floor because you're saying you you're you got your agendas you too much on the agenda it was all back there was a lot of agenda but like i had said before too on a lot of appointments you want to give your 10 other council people the opportunity well you didn't want to do you didn't want to do that last meeting you wanted to go forward with seven no 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 because we've had them i'm talking about putting them on like the july august you gave them an opportunity to look to see who they were. I didn't know that we weren't going to have the amount of people there. Okay. I can't send in a, do committees because and, and call it, but if individual, you're going to be there, you're going to be there. No. Sure. You have a set agenda. You're on the city council. You took that vote. If you have a, a personal issue or a medical issue and you can't come, I get it. But I'm not going to not schedule a meeting. These meetings are scheduled, like I said, my meetings are scheduled in the beginning of the year. Third right. Wednesday of the month. You go look at any calendar, you'll see it. Third Wednesday of the month, it went to the second one because of the holidays. Have have um have committees been reselected? So are you still the are you going to be the chair again going forward? Um, I hope so, but no, the committees haven't been selected yet. Council Moore just got appointed and she has the opportunity to go sit there. She'll have you asked her there. to keep the chairmanship um, there? No, she calls each and every each and every one of us individually. 
Okay. That's usually how she does that. So she this, calls this, up. this could potentially be the last meeting of appointments and briefings that you're chairing uh, for hopefully at least. Not. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, so you want to be the chair? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, I Why guess. you're running for a board of commission that I have to stall your bottom up. <laughs> <laughs> Since you like that word. But. So, um, no, uh, Naomi, I. Uh, uh, you know, we're talking about the mayor, the language you use to describe your... Um, well, I could use a lot of language to describe some of the mayor's so votes that's, and stuff, so that's, too, that's, but I'm not going to. Great. Next, that was, mean, this is a perfect segue into the next question I wanted to ask you. How's your relationship with Mayor Mitchell? Listen, I um, I like John Mitchell. I've, I've known him for years. I've always liked liked the man. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's very personable. He's got a great family. Um his policies, we don't always agree on, but I don't have to agree on everybody's policies. Sure. I mean, I like you. I don't agree everything you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know it. You I know. Father. <laughs> I'm in the middle. For everybody, I am an independent, and I am, you know, somewhat on the conservative side. Because, sure. you know, just raising kids and paying a mortgage and being by myself most of the time, I have to pinch my pennies. So I, when you pinch your pennies, you, you tend to be more conservative than, than others. But, okay. but, um, but that doesn't stop me from liking you as a person. Well, and, there is, and I do, and I, I really do. I do, I do, I do like the, the, the man. Absolutely. Okay, because there's some of Not your colleagues' policies. So, yeah. Well, there's some of your colleagues that that really don't like him personally. Um, I would venture to say strongly dislike him personally and don't communicate with him. So I, I had to ask everybody, right. and I, I don't know if you knew any reasoning behind some no. of your colleagues' dislike of, of Mayor well, Mitchell. My, well, well, my whole thing is if you want to know why colleagues or somebody dislike somebody, you better ask them. Don't ask me because that's called hearsay and you're, no, you're an attorney. <laughs> I watch Judge Judy too. That's hearsay. So I'm not going to, I mean, I, I don't like to put put my perspective on other people because like you can say like the yeah. word stalling. I didn't mm-hmm. stall it, but other people feel that. So I don't want to put my words into somebody else. If you want to know somebody else's relationship with the mayor, you ask them. You ask me, I'll tell you about my relationship. Like I said, um, I like John, but I don't always agree with his policies. I don't always agree with him. And we've had heated discussions in the past, but when it's done, it's over. That's the way I am. When we get on the floor and we're debating and we're going at it, once I leave that chamber, it's now it's Naomi Marcus again. It's not right. a politician and when it's done, it's done. Yeah. I don't sit there and say and dwell on it. We might bring it up on the floor again and go at it again, but I'm not going to hold that against anybody. Yeah, I remember uh, after that at that labor council party, you uh, you took a picture with Ryan and Shane like a couple days after they walked out. I do like my Ryan and Shane. <laughs> I just wish they could have said, looked at me, and I, you know, what the what I would have preferred them to do is ask me. A, for recess. Right. Now, if they had asked me for reason, they both approached the bench and said, we're going to leave. Mm-hmm. I would have said, okay, why don't we take your items and put them at the end of the agenda and let's get through the rest of the nine, the rest of the seven items. I would have gladly, if I knew they were going to leave, I would have gladly had said, let's put, we just entertain a motion to take the other ones up first sure. and I would have had no problems doing that I do I respect my both colleagues I mean I was mad I called them up after why'd you leave but, <laughs> yeah right and they explained their position and you know but but hey 
They knew the rules. Right. And they did it. Yeah. I still love Ryan. I still love Shane. And we're we're good. So um, you, someone called me, someone called into the show last week, sometime last week and asked, uh, and I said I'd ask you, um, uh, Linda Moore adds the council president now. Yes. It was a nine to one vote. Um, uh, so the question why uh, did you vote for Councillor Morad, and why haven't you sought the city council presidency any time, at least recently, because you've been on the council for a while? Correct. And I, somebody approached me about doing it this year. Um, it's just that my schedule was a little bit too crazy. Yeah. Um, my mother's house, her pipes burst in back last year, so I've been taking care of the contracts and whatever. So I, if I can't have the time to put into it, then I'm not going to do it. Because okay. it is time consuming. I would have to take time off from work during the day and whatever, which is fine because I'd get plenty of vacation and personal time to do that. But unfortunately, I'm using it to take care of my mother right now and to dress her house sure. once she's back in there. Um, as far as Linda Marge, she's been in, she's been council president before. She's very good at it. She's all inclusive. Um, we never second guess what's going on. Um, she keeps us well informed of everything that's going out there. I like her policy that, you know, some of us work, some of us don't. We all have engagements to do. And she's one that says, okay, we have this thing and everybody can go, but can we get at least one or two people to represent us? So we know we're covered at every place that we go and we go there as uh, representing from, from the city council. But she's always kept us very informed on everything that we do. So I, I, I like that. Is there anything else uh, that you think is important to discuss, things that are coming up on the council besides these? Well, I guess the next question I'll, I'll ask you is, after these nine appointments that haven't been stalled, they've just been slow to the floor, <laughs> uh, are there any other appointments that are like in the hopper, or is that is it just those nine and then you're, you're um, waiting for more? Well, there's, if like I said, if you look at the committees, uh, the uh, boards and commissions in the city, there's a lot of expired positions. So, mm -hmm. But the mayor's the one that brings us to the forefront. So for all the stuff of saying the stalling, whatever, it's only the couple of appointments that he had to bring forward, but there's plenty of them that are sitting there that have been expired. That, that he hasn't bothered to fill. Right. And like I said, none of the appointments that are sitting in the can are stopping any of the boards and commissions from meeting having and, and having legitimate votes. They all okay. have quorums. They're all there. HDC... They're there until you reappoint them. Mm -hmm. You know, as there was an issue with the bulkheads. Remember the bulkheads that were initial down by um, uh, the Black Whale, that whole area, there was an issue. So, and then, um, you know, Mr. Washburn was leaving. So a couple of councilors had said, asked me if we could just hold that so they can look into what, what's going Ed on Ed Washburn, there. the Port Authority right. director. And everything... And everything Turned out fine. That's why they were on there. But I gave the opportunity to a councilors that wanted to look into that. And the ones that deal with the waterfront, they said, hey, you know, we'd like to look into it. And certain questions we can't ask. Yeah. And certain questions we have to do it in private directly with, you know, Blair Bailey and whatever. And, and those questions were answered. So that's why they're on there. And, you know, I don't have an issue with a lot of the appointments. Um, but I'm not going to. But you have an issue with some of them. No. <laughs> none of them they just get on the floor when they get on the floor and they're all going to get on the floor those yes, nine have, tomorrow yes it's the same agenda that we had um last time that ended they'll be on this time and you expect uh the 10 counselors to be there i hope so um angie will make the 
quorum check tomorrow, like she always does in the clerk of committees. And if we don't have the quorum, so let me know that we don't have a quorum. All right, Naomi, uh, I've just I've got a couple commercial breaks that might take up most of the, the rest of the time. I, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience before I uh, let you go? Um, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And I hope everybody has a prosperous one. And I hope somebody in New Bedford wins the $1.1 billion in mega bucks. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. We never get it in Massachusetts. No. Yeah. New Bedford would be nice. I hope so, too. That'd be I'll, great. I'll share with many people in New Bedford if they want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, that's it. Happy New Year. And I look forward to another year. I mean, it's going to be a difficult year. As everybody knows, they got their property taxes. They're up there. So are mine. Um, so when the water bills are outrageous and it's just everything is skyrocketed and we just need to kind of look at some things. I have some things that I want to bring forth, but I'm going to talk to some of my colleagues to see if we can do some sort of curbing of some taxes. And then you yeah. can come back and we can talk about that. And then we can come back and talk about it. We can talk about the appointments too. Excellent. Looking okay. forward to it. Thanks, okay. Naomi. Thank you, Marcus. 1420 WBSM, where freedom of speech lives. If you're looking parents, we know we can't protect our kids from everything. Eventually, they're going to bump their heads or scrape their knees. But we can protect them from six types of cancer. HPV, or human papillomavirus, is a common preventable virus that can cause cancer later in life. The HPV vaccine prevents human papillomavirus and all the cancers it can cause. The American Cancer Society recommends getting your sons and daughters the HPV vaccine starting at age 9 to protect them later in life. Need to replace your Social Security card? In most states, you can request one online with a My Social Security account. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can also get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. Tax. If you came across a child struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you recognize a 13-year-old boy who gets into fights at school? Not because he's a boy, but because he's hungry. Or a two-year-old girl who cries all night. Not because she's sick, but because she went to bed without enough to eat. Or maybe a nine-year-old boy who hopes a friend invites him to a sleepover. Not for fun, just so he can have dinner. Or a 15-year-old girl who goes for walks over lunch, so her friends won't know she doesn't have anything to eat. I am the one in seven American children who struggle with hunger. Kids you pass by every day, but never knew were hungry. I am child hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Imagine if information came with a nutrition label. Then you'd know if what you're consuming has the right mix of verified facts, credible sources, and relevant context. But news and information doesn't come with a label. It's on us to develop a healthy news diet ourselves. Let's all resolve to strengthen our news literacy so we can make healthier choices about what news and information to consume, share, and act on. Test your news literacy fitness with our quiz at newslit.org. Exercise your right to be well-informed and get news lit fit. Real-time reaction to everything that happens after the sun goes down. South Coast Tonight with Marcus and Chris is on WBSM.
Thanks, Naomi. Appreciate it. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. And um, uh, that was Councilor at Large, Naomi Carney. I, I, you know, I appreciate her coming on, spending in, you know, spending spending the hour with us, taking calls from you guys, and you know, um, uh, answering the questions. Um, that was really good. I mean, I don't have, I think she answered them completely and I don't have, uh, really have any, there's no like lingering thing that I, I think was left to discuss. I think she, she did a, a pretty good job. So I got to take one more break. 508-996-0500. If you want to hear everything. On Naomi Carney, again, appreciate her coming on. Very straight shooter. Uh, we had a lot of fun. And, uh, again, I think, you know, I, think uh, I asked her some tough questions and she answered them pretty completely and, and frankly. So I think uh, you know, I was overall pretty satisfied with the interview. So, and I think a lot of other people were too. So I appreciate that again. And, um, you know, as this next session comes on and the campaign and all that, we'll be talking with everybody and uh, yeah, we'll be having the conversations here. And of course I'll be joined by you at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the program this evening. Um, and yeah, in the next hour, I did want to talk about the, I did want to talk about the, um, the, uh, the proposals to make a community college free in, in Massachusetts. I think that's really interesting. And the differences between Healy and Driscoll again, Healy and Driscoll will be, it at um, UMass Dartmouth tomorrow uh, for a climate roundtable. I'm going to be there covering it, and I'll talk to them for a bit. There will be a media availability. I'll talk to them, and then I'll talk to you guys uh, after. We'll be here. So, and we're going to have our our, uh, our new contributor Adam Bass uh, at the at the at the meeting tomorrow with uh, uh, the appointments and briefing meeting tomorrow. So, we're on the ground. All right, stay tuned.